Hello, everyone, and welcome to Love in Your Life podcast. This is your host, Dola. And today, I think we will take a little bit of a deeper dive into this idea of a assessment since many people are a little bit confused as to why or when they should consider taking an assessment and I don't really make a case one way or the other in terms of coming to me or going in another direction with another assessment I just say this that if you are the least bit confused about the way in which you will point yourself for an optimal career path that I maintain will better ensure your happiness and success, then consider it. If you are sure that you are on the right path, then congratulations. Maybe some of these discussions will help hone your speci- the specificity of what you're doing, how you're doing it, where you're doing it. Um, there is that aspect to consider is you know can I do this job and be successful the being the skill set that you have do I want to do this job Um, that's your personality your interest level Um, do I want to do this job in this particular company that talks about compatible values and the chemistry that you have with the people you're working Um, And then can you do the job for what they'll pay you? And that has to do with your financial considerations and needs, you know, frankly, because people end up having a certain lifestyle that they would like to maintain. And I understand that's a very significant um, consideration. So I'm talking about having your uh, assessment based on the four quadrants that were originally uh, discussed in the early 1900s using Carl Jung, the Swiss psychoanalyst and psychiatrist, who decided that uh, all our behavior can be plotted using the Y and the X axes, creating thereby uh, four quadrants. And that's the original work from which most other assessments emanate. And basically those four quadrants talk about uh, an individual who is people-oriented and extroverted, task-oriented and extroverted, and on the bottom side, people-oriented and introverted versus task-oriented and introverted. So there are four distinct types, and where you fall within those four quadrants, because there are many, many uh, tiny delineations within those four quadrants, as you might imagine is what we are talking about in terms of identifying your optimal career path based on those needs that come from uh, what is gleaned from the results of those assessments. Um, Particularly the one I was speaking about last time was the Berkman method uh, that comes out of Houston, Texas. And uh, basically what you would do um, mechanistically is I would send uh, a 
I send a uh, link to an individual via their email and they sit down with the assessment questions and they respond to them. And there are a number of questions, um, about 350 questions in this particular assessment. And after which uh, the reports are generated almost immediately now because it's a fairly sophisticated regression analysis process that gets um, accomplished with the computer system in uh, that um, in the Berkman um, cor corporate headquarters and then generates those reports like I say almost immediately and they get delivered to me or another consultant whoever you're working with and then they sit down with a debrief and um, and you have this conversation and again what my experience tells me is when people sit down with this information it, there's either one of two things happen Either they say, oh my God, I knew this about myself, but I never put it in this context, or I never knew how to consider it in going forward with my career uh, decisions. Or they say, wow, I have to think about this because this um, doesn't even resonate with me right now. I really have to sit with the with the information. And that takes a, you know another evening for them to do that and they come back and generally the second type of person that really had no idea quote unquote um that this is what the, the, the this is you know the stuff that is important to recognize in themselves in order to make a career decision an optimal career decision are people who have buried this information for one reason or another you know um, there are lots of reasons we bury the the self-awareness that comes uh, that co becomes very important in choosing the people in our lives you know the people we marry the people we uh, the, the the jobs we um, we decide to go after um, you know there's all kinds of things that happen and as we're growing up we are told certain things we buy them hook line and sinker for you know for obvious reasons these are people that uh, as I said before well-intentioned people who are encouraging us one way or another um, and sometimes we are very motivated by one or another thing that takes us down a path that we uh, sort of ignored our authentic selves for. Um, and we come to sort of feel very dissatisfied after a period of time because we sort of get that we're not in the right place. And that those are the conversations that I have often come in contact with as I do this with uh, executives in transition and again whether they're in their 40s 50s or 60s this information is not too late it's wonderful to embrace it acknowledge it and gain that self-acceptance and ultimately self-love that comes from that awareness and like I said last time, the um, interesting side benefit to that is as we do that for ourselves, we do that for the others in our lives, around us, and for everyone. Because we have that awareness that says, well, if this is true for me, then it's got to be true for them, that they have unique needs that they're trying to satisfy and meet uh, so that they can be happy and successful. And we're all uh, in this world to allow the other uh, 
as well as ourselves to achieve that level of happiness and success. It, it kind of just becomes uh, a side benefit. It just becomes an automatic side benefit. And I think that that's the greatest thing. Now that said, I think I mentioned that my passion was in helping others uncover this information for themselves so that they could be happy and successful too. But And behind, I shouldn't say but, I should say and behind that passion of mine to have have others get this stuff is a motivator and what that motivator is for me and you can think about this for yourself of course is that I want everybody to be happy and successful I mean I I know what that feels like and I know that when others are not happy and successful it makes me feel bad because I know that they can be with a little bit of work and analysis and sort of introspection it's there for the taking everybody deserves it and the people that make me most sad are the people that don't think they deserve it or they it's for them if they think it's for you remember I mentioned the lucky few in life it's like no that I don't have a passion yes you do there's something you were intended to do because there is a purpose for everyone being here every single unique soul that's here is here for a purpose there's an intention behind your life and your living here and when you get it from a career perspective, it's more likely that you'll get it for yourself personally, that you have these, you know, orientations, these unique needs that must be met and you respect in the other theirs and then you go about getting those needs met and you're more likely to select appropriately whether it's a career or a spouse I mean quite frankly I mean I can't make that claim because the Berkman method was designed for the work uh, environment there's no question but I have seen that people glean information for their personal lives and I think that that's very uh, personally, I think that's very appropriate. I can't say that that's what um, the Berkman w- would um, endorse, but it's definitely what I have seen happen with my clients. There's no question. So I, you know, in a sense, um, others uh, getting their joy brings me joy. So I know that I'm sort of in that arena of um, where my passion lies is that I'm motivated by other people's happiness. Why? Because I believe everyone deserves it. And it makes me happy to see that they are happy and successful. It really does. And maybe, you know, those of you that are listening can relate to that on some some level because I do believe that most of us... um, have that desire somewhere in us for ourselves and for others especially those we love of course we want to see them uh, happy and successful so I hope you get my understanding of uh, the assessment process is one that is very beneficial to looking into our own motivators so that we can not only pursue them for ourselves but uh, you know, gain the self-respect and self-acceptance and thereby self-love for ourselves that we can then turn to others and get it for them or at least allow it for them. And um, I, I think that it's just kind of um, an outcome, an, an automatic, natural outcome 
of the assessment process for me and I hope uh, you'll understand that and if you would like to take an assessment or you'd like to explore it certainly you know there's lots of avenues on the internet you can look up the Berkman method you can check with me ask me questions about it of course um, I talk a little bit about it in the small book that I mentioned all about you um, the responsible search for meaning in my little book um, that's available on Amazon and I just think that you know it would be very good for you to uh, consider you know just looking into it if you're the least bit confused if you're not confused and you know exactly what you need to do to be happy and successful God bless you I think that's wonderful I congratulate you you're you're you know just one of the fortunate people that that get this from a young age maybe it's been um, really uh, allowed for you to be yourself your authentic self from birth and that you know you were blessed you were blessed uh, anyway have a wonderful uh, rest of the day and thank you for listening to love in your life podcast and remember that's the only way to live in your life um, with love in your life personally and professionally thanks for listening again see you next time